More than half a century ago, an Irish physician named Dennis Burkett moved to Uganda and opened a medical clinic. He was struck by the large number of children with grotesque facial swellings, swellings that often grew large enough to choke and kill. It was a type of cancer he'd never seen back home. The cancer came to be called Burkitt's lymphoma. Today, on the pediatric ward of the Uganda Cancer Institute, the beds are filled with children with Burkitt's. It's the most common childhood cancer in equatorial Africa. Dr. Abrahams Omading says the cancer starts with an infection. Burkitt's lymphoma is associated with a virus called Epstein-Barr virus. Epstein-Barr is also the virus that causes mononucleosis. But in parts of sub-Saharan Africa, it can initiate Burkitt's lymphoma, with malaria playing some sort of role. Omading says many people don't realize that infections can cause cancer. People usually think cancers are usually caused either by bad habits, smoking, alcohol, uh, growing old, you know, bad feeding, or exposure to radiations or chemicals. Those things can trigger cancer, but so can bacteria called H. pylori that cause ulcers and sometimes stomach cancer. The parasite responsible for the tropical disease schistosomiasis can lead to bladder cancer. Cervical cancer is caused by the human papillomavirus. And there's more, says Omading. We've got liver cancer. It's associated with hepatitis B virus. We've got Kaposi's sarcoma. Kaposi's sarcoma is caused by a virus that attacks people with weak immune systems, people with HIV. And it's in epidemic proportions in Uganda. The list is long. So you can definitely see, oh, these are the most common cancers that we see, and all of them are actually virus related, different in, in the U.S. Very different in the U.S. In North America, only one in 25 cancers can be blamed on infectious agents. In developing countries, it's one of every four cancers, according to a recent study in the medical journal The Lancet. The reason? Poor sanitation in developing countries means greater exposure to germs. In addition, people in places like sub-Saharan Africa aren't likely to be vaccinated against viruses that can cause cancer, such as the hepatitis B virus. 8,800 miles from Kampala in Seattle, Washington, scientists at the Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center are trying to figure out how exactly viruses cause cancer. You don't want to touch anything without the gloves on. In Mei Li Wang's laboratory, scientists get shipments from Uganda every other month. If it's blood sample or tissue, they will come in dry ice. The samples go in freezers that line one wall. The samples are part of a study to determine when children are infected by the virus associated with Burkitt's lymphoma and how long after that the cancer occurs. Wang's boss, Larry Corey, is head of the Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center, and he says the work is aimed at one goal. Can we intervene? Can we alter the underlying development of cancer by attacking the virus. The biological link between infections and cancers works like this. Invading organisms infect cells and disrupt the cell's normal workings. Corey says the Epstein-Barr virus, for example, infects immune system cells called B cells and causes them to grow. And the more they grow, the more they divide, the more they divide, the more the chance there is of an alteration of the genetic material during the division phase. That alteration causes cells to grow out of control, and that's cancer. It happens all too often, says Corey. But there's good news about infectious organisms and cancer, he says. The link between the two can be broken. If you know an infection is a cause of cancer, if you attack the infection, you can actually prevent the cancer. 
It's already happening with the HPV vaccine, which protects against many of the viruses that cause cervical cancer and some other cancers. Then there's hepatitis B, which can lead to liver cancer. That's one of the leading causes of cancer deaths in China. But thanks to vaccine programs that began in the 1990s, liver cancer deaths there have begun to drop. There's no vaccine yet that can prevent children in Uganda from getting Burkitt's lymphoma. But Cori's scientists in Seattle and their colleagues in Kampala are working on it together. Cori's long-term dream is vaccines against all infections related to cancer, which would drop the world's cancer death rate by about 20%. For The World, I'm Joanne Silberner in Seattle.